You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everyone. Two chunks and a hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders, and this week I'm your chunk. I'm Doge. And so what happens after he chunks up and rescues her? Well, she chunks him right back. <laughs> and I'm Carter, and I would have hunked for 2000. <laughs> I would have hunked for. Did you both use chunk and hunk as two different words in your No, I hunked it's both. like it's like oh, oh, well, as, I use yeah. it as two different words because it's like it's like smurf. Mm. It can mean anything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I understand now. Yeah. I understand now. Sure. Carter. It's exclusively a context-based language. <laughs> Carter. Why? This morning at 6:30, I was out on the court. Uh, already out. Already <laughs> playing pickleball. I love now, this game. Now, I know that... Pickleball is the new uh, spike ball. It's just blowing up everywhere right yeah. now. I know that... I know what pickleball is. Everybody knows. But I think Jordan just texted me and he was too embarrassed to say it on the oh, show. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what it is. You can just ask. Yeah, That's on me. Uh, can you help him? It is somewhere between ping pong and tennis. Pickleball has a big... <laughs> so it's, it's like a middle it's a medium. It's, it's medium the medium tennis. size of that game. It's medium pickleball. <laughs> it's pickleball. Uh, there's like oh, a wiffle yes. ball oh. that's okay. a little bit bigger than a tennis ball. And then you've just got these like plastic paddles. Um, it's a ton of fun. Okay. It's a blast. Cool. It's It kind of has, it has a ton of grace uh, for like a lack of mobility. If naturally it's going to be tougher for you to play tennis, which it is hard for me to play tennis. I remember the first time I played, which wasn't too long ago. And I was like, this is exhaust. This is so far. This is too much moving. How do they get to that side so fast? This is not like on Wii. Over the thing? That's wild to me. Um, but pickleball is fun, especially doubles. And that's what I was doing this morning, was playing some pickleball doubles. Uh, and it was good. We split the series 2-2. Two, two, so it was fun. My favorite version is fried pickleball. Fried pickleball is awesome. Mm. Yeah. I did that. Have you had the bread, ranch, like a bread, a, a bread and butter pickleball? Not a bread next. and butter guy. Not a bread and butter guy at all. Really? You're not a, like you? Okay. Pickles, the food. No, yeah, no, that. Not I a bread and butter guy. No. Really? No. What a surprise. Carter, are you? No, I don't like pickles unless they're fried, or like on a burger or sandwich, or a, I can't a ball. Eat like a. Pickle. I guess. Yeah. Or I yeah. can. I love a dill pickle. Do not love a bread and butter pickle. I'm like, I used to get like a pickle in a bag. You know, the pickle mm-hmm. in a bag you get mm-hmm. and it'd be just like hot, like the temperature of however outside <laughs> is. And I <laughs> I can't believe I ever ate that and was like, yum, this is pretty good. This is good. There was a, at the state fair last year, there was a Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid pickle. Pickle, yeah. 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 Did you try it? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I did. Did y'all like it? 
No. Um, yeah. No. Just, just, just like pickles. She was like, I mean, this tastes like chewy Kool Aid. Yeah. It tastes it's like good. it tastes like somebody got pickle in my Kool Aid. <laughs> now you want to start talking about like a spicy dill pickle? Here's the thing, a though. Spicy Ooh. boy is good. The the State Fair is the fast franchise of. It events, is. Is it not? I'm like you can anything. Just, why goes. not try? There's so much grace. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Let's just give it a shot and see if it sticks. It, Some of it and similar stirs. to continue. To continue the metaphor, similarly, when they play it too safe, I'm like, what do you do? What do you think this is? Take a risk. It's the state Get fair. Get crazy. Yeah. It's impossible to scandalize me with a menu item at the state fair. Yeah, correct. I, I will never clutch my pearls. If you give <laughs> if you show me something wild that you've made, I'll probably buy it and eat it. That you have your pearls. I, I forget. <laughs> I always wear, I wear my pearl. pearls at the state. That'll In case clutch. I run out of tickets, I can be like, I have no more tickets, but I do have these priceless <laughs> the pearls. I can it's offer like you these pearls. Close up of their eyes, bead of sweat, looking at your hand, <laughs> making sure it's not reaching for the pearls. Oh no, he's just wiping. I'm like, his hey, hand. listen, he's not listen, clutching. He's I, not clutching. I would love that giant stuffed Jigglypuff, but I am bad at darts. Would you accept ten pearls? <laughs> ten pearls. Good God. I want the Jigglypuff really bad. Speaking of, I don't know anything about pearls. We're not going to get too far down this rabbit trail. Shout out to Ty Ellis, who did some fun art for us uh, of some of our favorite cinema characters. He's going through the original 150 Pokemans, and he's blowing up on Instagram, y'all. It's tons of fun. I know you boys follow. Have y'all been following his series right now? Yeah, it's It's incredible. It's so fun. It's awesome. Shout out to Ty. That's all looking so great. His, um, let me make sure I've got that. So, Tyler underscore Grayson, G-R-A-Y-S-O-N underscore Ellis, E-L-L-I-S. Yeah. Follow him. He's doing great things. He's gained about 8,000 followers in the last two weeks because he had an Alakazam that was amazing. If you scroll far enough back in his feed, you will see see me as Indiana Jones, Jordan as Samwise Gamgee, and Carter as Hannibal Lecter. All of us are role models. It's true. Yeah, Yeah. Carter's role model, Hannibal Lecter. That's yep. the one. That's why before, I told you how before I re- we start. Sorry, I told you how I realized he's basically a nine wing eight. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's some <laughs> creepy stuff, y'all. With an appetite. Okay. Well, I guess we should talk about the movie. The no, first this is movie. Fine. I love the riffraff. The I first like, movie. In I also summer love. I love riffraff. Probably my favorite celebrity. He's a list. Riffraff is a list for sure. Okay, I was trying to get us back on track, but now that you brought up Riff Raff, I do have to say that… Uh, that he's A-list. We all no, agree Riff Raff is A-list. His vine, his vine where he's like, Summertime! <laughs> <laughs> I don't practice Santeria. That one, and then the one where he's like, My main goal is to blow up and act like I don't know nobody. Yeah. <laughs> those, those two vines… Um, are just special and beautiful. And special. now, look, this is how. And now we're done with pretty the beginning part. Pretty. We're talking about vine and pickles. And pickles. <laughs> Which grow on vines, full circle. Nothing quite so, like a trip to the pickle vine. <laughs> a little bit of pickle vine. <laughs> a cold beer on a pickle vine. Night. It's just all pickle vine. A pair of jeans. Pickle, pickle vine. vine. Pickle vine. Oh, yes. <laughs> Pickle vine. Just singing for the Nazis. <laughs> Pickle vine. Oh. The- One of the most beautiful songs ever. 
Pickle uh, vine. I love that song. I would dude. say I'm gonna try your transition, Carter. I would say that song is pretty. Yes, we're back. And uh, <laughs> the other thing that's pretty is the first movie of our Summer of Love <laughs> Five series. Uh, this was voted on by you, our beautiful, beautiful chunkies, and we thank you for that. Uh, good place to remind you that patrons get a bonus vote bonus in vote. every bonus series. Yeah. So if if you're mad about this, you could have done something about yeah. it. You have options. You can't do anything now. You have options. You'll get them next time, though. The first movie, fourth place, voted on by you, our dear junkies, is, of course, Pretty, Pretty Woman. Woman. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You just have to, like, <laughs> scream into the biggest parts of your house. Dosh, would you give us a synopsis so that we could discuss this, please? Thank you. This week's IMDb synopsis uh, is written by apparently a transformer, written by Afterburner. Oh, roll out. Edward is a rich, ruthless businessman who specializes in taking over companies and then selling them off piece by piece. He travels to Los Angeles for a business trip and decides to hire a prostitute. They take a liking to each other, and he offers her money if she'll stay with him for an entire week while he makes the, quote, rich and famous scene, since it doesn't do for a man of his stature to be alone at social parties and polo matches. Romantic comedy and complications ensue. <laughs> complications are always in romantic comedy. That was a little right. repetitive. I wish you could it's do like, that with every movie. Be like, John Wick is a story about a man who loses a dog and decides that he'll stop at nothing to avenge it. Action movie ensues. In, yeah. <laughs> the rest of the the rest of the movie happens next. <laughs> oh, I had never seen Pretty Woman. Wait, Me really? Either. I had Isn't neither. That wild. I had never seen it. It was one of those iconic because I think this would be considered a, one of the most iconic like rom coms, yeah. and I'd, yeah. I'd never seen it. Hmm. It's fun. So I hadn't either. I had seen it. I believe a long time ago. And I think it had been so long that at one point I forgot that I had ever even watched this movie. Mm. But after starting it up, um, any doubts I had were, became uh, washed away, I would say. Yeah, yeah it, it, man. It, here's what I would like to do. I'm going to super dump. I'm going to make it quick. Yes, yes, yes. And then I want to move on because I have a lot of positive things to say about this movie for me personally. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to super dump and get it out of the way. Um, and my super dump, as often happens with movies that are um, getting, getting up there in age, there is a difference in sensibility that comes with time. So my super dump is the uh, attempted sexual assault scene yeah. between Jason Alexander and uh, Julia Roberts. I... A, just don't like seeing that on screen. Yeah. Tonally, it does not match the rest of this movie. Um, and B, I don't feel like it is handled with any gravity. Like once it's done, it's just no. sort of like, get out of here, mm, you scallywag. That's a good point. And I wish that maybe you, you, there you were. You goofy guy. Yeah. It feels like yeah, Back I, to the Future a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, with the that car shaking. Yeah. It just yeah. feel, it feels bad in a movie that, to me, feels so good. Yeah. The rest of the movie, it feels so bad that I, I genuinely hate that moment. Yeah. Like, hate it. 
it, so that's my super. Dope. I think it could have been yeah. fixed with because the advances make sense. There is a sure a misperception that because she's a hooker, this equals anything goes. Anything yeah. goes. Right, so right. maybe it's like he's got her like she's up against the wall. And his hand, his hand is up, mm. and he's just like trying to make advances, and he's just in her personal bubble. And then a hand goes on his shoulder, and he's right. Yes. Physically escorted out. It did so much get better. really aggressive. That's a great point, Jordan. I really yeah, do so- think it did. And my my super dump's in the same area. And it is that. I it ended up almost being super dumping Jason Alexander's character, but I think that yeah. ultimately that there was a place for it in general. We needed to see the person that had the blatant outside view because I think we get a lot of like static characters that are like, this is what we assume, you know, the ladies in the store and all that kind of stuff. And so uh, and it for for it to be the lawyer and things like that, yeah. Um, which yeah, lawyers just skewered in eighties <laughs> yeah. and early nineties of like they're the worst. Um, but yeah, I do think the aggression, yeah, and, like just it's no good the, the over the Pretty top, yikes. and it felt yeah. out of place too. Jason Alexander can't not be, you know, he's he he knows this, he must know this, he can't not be George. And right. so right. at moments, if it was taking me out just because of being uncomfortable, it was for many reasons. It was like this sure. is overly sexual. And yeah. uh George would or it's never. like this is this is George borderline like never. ridiculous humor-wise. Like it was just like it's yeah. not, you know, I, I don't know. But yeah, I, I yeah. agree with you wholeheartedly on that. Sure. Completely agree. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like now the weight, the weight is on me to super dump this as well. I really no, didn't care not. for this, but it's not my super. You don't dump. have to super dump it. That's just super my dump. Well, I'm d- I don't endorse it. Is what I'm saying. Well, we know that. Those are the only options in this show. It's either you're super if you dump don't or you hate love it, it, then you'll love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're a binary show. No, I just I wanted to get the super dump out of the way because, honest to goodness, it's the only negative thing I have to say about this it's, movie. This yeah. this is such a well. Then maybe maybe I should super dump because I have a. Maybe this is a discussion starter. Yeah, let's, do it. let's let's start the discussion. I, I didn't intend to start the show negative. In fact, I'm trying to get it out of the way. If I'm being well, yeah. honest with you, so well then I'll get my negative out of the, the way. Plate, you're like, ooh, broccoli. Eat let's it go ahead and eat that first. Yeah, eat the broccoli first. Not because it's bad, but because everything it's, else is so good. Sure. Yeah. Um, super dump for me is the kind of there's a a power imbalance that kind of yucks me out. Uh. Between our two leads, certainly, yeah, and a, an overall vibe of like, if you just had money in class, people would treat you better. Sure, uh, and my money will fix you, and that is quite gross to me. I, I really don't yeah. care for that. I don't know how you do this story without accidentally communicating <clears throat> that because I don't know that. Yeah. I don't know that they're trying to communicate that. I don't know that if no, I, I don't if I called Gary Marshall. And said, first of all, love Princess Diaries. Second of all, let's talk about your worldview a little bit. Second of all, how did you answer this phone? Because you've been dead for six years. <laughs> well, I, I have a special phone. I have a, the Beyonder phone. Mm. Uh, I can it can reach the Great Plains after us. Um, no, I think that it's just there's a definitely an element of like almost a sugar daddy thing of like I will give you money and trick you into loving me. Sure. It's like I I I don't think that's what happens. No, but I think that that is accidentally communicated a little bit mm-hmm. in terms of just like you're going to fall in love because of all the stuff I'm going to let you buy and the class that I'm going to purchase for you. Yeah, yeah I don't think that's what it actually is. I agree with you, but t- to me it's what I think the messaging is supposed to be is 
the only thing that is stopping you, Vivian, from achieving the things that you want to achieve in your life is that you were not born into the same level of monetary privilege that I was born into or that I have earned for myself. Sure. And like, I think it's more supposed to show like, and I don't even think it actually goes that deep if I'm being honest, but I I think what it's kind of wanting to show is more like if she had access to the same kinds of funds that he had, this is who she could become. It's, it's benevolent, benevolent billionaire smiles down from his throne at a poor woman. You know what I I mean? And it's just kind of, kind of, I just, I'm so, I don't know. I think he's supposed Uh, to be smarmy. I think we're supposed to feel that way. I really do. I think, because part of his arc to me is that he figures out like, that's not. Yes. Yeah. Oh, she's a real person. It's very, have you seen My Fair Lady? No. No. Oh man. We should, it's really, really, really good. Y'all should watch My Fair Lady. Classic. But it's kind of like that too. It's like if I could only train her up. And you know what? It's not too far off from Princess Diaries. There's parts of Princess Diaries that you're like, oh, what makes you yeah. a main character is because you are a part of the will of <laughs> wealth. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And so this yeah, movie, it's a Marshall I thing. mean, this movie cast vibe, plot points, even little moments, very Princess Diaries. I mean, it, Princess Diaries is just pretty woman for kids. Yeah. It's, and so, I love both movies for basically the exact same reasons. Did you yeah. hear about the waiter in that restaurant? The fancy restaurant yes. that catches the steam? Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Gary Marshall it uses all the, the same character in yeah. Princess Diaries. With the Diaries same to say line. It and we get, all the time. Phenomenal. Uh, we get Paolo from Princess Diaries oh, as the so many. We get everybody owner. from Princess we Diaries. We get Hector Elizondo. Gosh, I love Hector Hec- Elizondo yes. in this. Hector is, what an interesting mm-hmm. role. Because Hector often plays similar characters but there's something so huggy about yes. like <laughs> he I'm, is I'm so, a, huggy. so huggable. You're going to act. You're going to be the the awful person that judges and stuff. But wait, you're like calm, storm, kind. You're so right. He's kind. a scare, a scary kind of huggy. What he's like he guy. is like those bears that you see that they like they like live with people yes. since they're cubs, and it's like you are. You seem like you'd be scary, but actually you're a giant golden retriever. He's like a badger from Redwall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a weird yeah. thing. I had to say it. Hey, that's, that's for a five deep people. Cut. <laughs> exactly. Who's happy about that? Hey, every time in elementary school I walked past those books, I thought it was Brian Jacquees. Oh, same. Brian didn't Jacques. Know, didn't yeah. know that. I was part of the Redwall fan club I until I used to get you. packages from the Redwall fan club. <laughs> uh, like bookmarks and stickers and stuff. And they came from the UK. And I felt like I was such an international child. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Really a, really a boy oh, of the yeah. world. Pip, pip, uh-huh. mother, shall we? Yeah. Um, I've, tra- I've traveled far and I, wide I, on I'm this going great to, planet. I have to super pump. And I'm, I'm yeah. not. It's like when I. I'm really bad at holding in secrets. Like when I'm really excited about a <laughs> gift that I've yeah. gotten for my wife. I'll like catch a hint of a bad day. And I'm like, yeah, but I got you this. You know, just like to. I can't wait to show you. <laughs> I can't not. Super pump, Julia Roberts. This Gosh, is dang it. come on, man. This is gonna force all of us to do it. This is come the on. most we have to have some show is, left after so this. So in rom coms, right? She is in a tier, maybe even just a scooch above Jude Law from the holiday. Like she's so full oh, of for ch- sure. chill of full of charm. Yeah. I can't believe she is so incredibly no wonder. She had an amazing Two years. 89 was Steel Magnolias. 90 was Pretty Woman. 91 was, I mean, Hook, right? Which she kind of got a bad rap. 
uh, because she was being a real diva this so early into her career, but something yeah. that launches you in a way like her role as Vivian. Oh my God. I, I couldn't stop just giggling and smiling at her. Yep. Yeah. What an She's so this absolute. Is, this is less a romantic comedy and more a movie about everyone falling in love with Vivian. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the, the crux of this movie is that she can't help but charm everyone around her. Like even yeah. by accident, which we have with Hector Elizondo's character. I need to find his his actual character name. Give me just a second. Barney. Uh, Barney. The turn with Barney, her and Barney's interactions are my favorite. I was so confident when I said that and now I'm not at all it confident. Is. I found it. It is when okay. he when he goes to kick her out, and then ends up calling a department store to hook her up, <laughs> and then she comes back. Man, their relationship—it's very reminiscent of Mia and. Um, I mean, it's Mia and Joe. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, and it's just so good that I'm not even mad he reuses it because it's no. Anyway, my point is, I agree. My super pump is also Julia Roberts, specifically, just. The charm off the charts. I can't pick a moment. Yeah. With the the whole very simple, I there would be things that her and Richard Gere would say to each other, and I would just go oh, and like look at Chelsea, and we're both yeah. smiling yeah. and just like shaking our heads. No, like yeah. this is just yeah. too too charming. But the whole like you're late, you're stunning, you're forgiven, like that that yep. rhythm, yeah. and just the way she delivers it. Feels yes. incredibly yeah. genuine. It's like she was yes. improving. It was like everyone else had a script. Go just react, Julia, is what it felt mm-hmm. like. And I, yeah. it was, she's phenomenal. She, she is, um, she carries, she carries this movie. That's without a doubt. Richard Gere, I find uh, very wooden. Might I, I he, might I use the two words completely replaceable? No, I don't think so. I don't think he, that. He needs to be there. He needs to be the canvas. And he needs to, It's it's got to be, I still think when people talk about Pretty Woman, these two actors are hand in hand named. It's usually Julia and Richard Gere. It's like it, it kind of. She convinced him to take the role. Did yeah, you see that? Yeah, the little post-it Mm-mm. note. <laughs> he was going to turn yeah. it down. And I guess they were together. He got the phone call and she slid him a post-it note that said, please take the role. Yeah, please say mm-hmm. yes. And he was like, okay. Like that's, yeah. he did it because of their chemistry. Like he he loved yeah. yep. that. And so I, I like him there. I can't envision anyone else doing it as no, well. No, I don't think it's anybody else could do it. I just think that he's very wooden in yeah. this role. And the, I mean, their chemistry is still great. I attribute almost all of it to her, yeah. though. This I is think my her point. Eff- She's carrying it for sure. Julia Roberts uh, being effortless in her role, slingshots mm-hmm. to like that incredible charm and great yes. charisma. And then his effortless equals not that, right? It's like this. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're not trying. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, there's really no yeah. effort. But to me, it worked as like the jaded ex-wife, ex-girlfriend. Sure. You know, he's he's well, just he's, kind of he's like, the he's just the eye candy. He's the sexy silver fox sure. who just is charmed by the like supernova of Julia yeah. Roberts. Yeah. He just yeah. doesn't have I don't know if his face lends itself to a lot of personality. <laughs> Sorry, Richard. Yeah, it doesn't move a whole lot. I mean, you, you're talking about this he's kind a, of Maybe like, if we're saying he's eye candy, maybe he's like eye Werther's originals. Yeah. Where it's like, it's fine. The, the features on his face are all kind of just like close together. And then you have Julia Roberts, who literally has the biggest smile in the world. Like, they're just yeah. the antithesis. Yeah. 
She has about 900 teeth. Yeah. yeah. She does have so I think 900 what was teeth. What's fascinating about this movie, because this was just, this is a $14 million movie. In 1990. In 1990. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're going to get Jurassic Park yeah. three years from now. And it's going to cost nine figures. But… Can I just say I think it, it's way more impressive than this? What? Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. Jurassic yeah, Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just way more impressive. <laughs> yes, it is. This $14 million, though, worldwide makes $450 million for a That's rom-com crazy. in 1990. And it's $449 million of that is Julia Roberts. And exactly. what's fascinating oh, for sure. is I didn't, I had no idea she was nominated for an Oscar for this role. Dude, she's 22 when they're filming this. Isn't that this. crazy? She was nominated yeah. for an Oscar and this isn't even her first nomination. The year before she's nominated for Steel Magnolia. So she comes on like Jennifer Lawrence, right? This is her yeah, Silver Linings playbook. She shows up yep. uh, in a very different way. But yeah, I, I couldn't get over it. Just this, this stamp in time. Of this of yep. this person, I almost enjoyed more that I had never seen it. It was so fun to have sure. such a more critical look and still be completely pleased with this movie. Yeah, it kind of it kind of broke my perception of this movie to learn that she's twenty two when they're filming this because I think it's because it's nineteen ninety. She seems older than me for sure. Yeah, right. like if I met her in person, I would be like, "You're a lot." Like if I traveled back to 1990 and met her, she would be like, "You're a lot older yeah. than me." She's not. That's just I don't know. Yeah, getting that's uh, just a weird. I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, know. I feel like I it's know. like it's, it's weird. weird. I don't know. I don't you know. could go look at an old, old, old picture of Betty White in her 20s, and you'd be like, "She's you're she's older than me." Like I know you're older. Uh, than yeah. yeah. The I, I was thinking of you, Jordan. I, I also love uh-huh. I love the soundtrack of this movie. Yeah. The, the opening credits, I don't I remember what that song. I was singing along to it, and I'll have to look back at what that song was. It felt very Powerline. Oh, I'll tell you exactly who it was. It was the King of Wishful Thinking. Yeah. Oh yes, 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 yes. I'll get over you. I know Gosh, I will. What a that jam. song is. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, a yeah. complete so jam. Yeah, it gave me taste of Powerline, which is why I thought of you, George. Yeah, big time. But. What a complete yeah, jam just that is. In, and the I, I love that it ended up being called Pretty Woman. I can't believe yeah. what it was almost like for the longest time, it was going to be called 3000. How dumb is that? Because that's no. the cost it was, right? For, yeah, for the that's full bad. week. And then because yeah. of the Roy Orbison song, that's why I bring it up during talking about the soundtrack that they ended up using. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. That makes sense. Well, we're also talking about the soundtrack. Did you see that Richard Gere composed a song for this? And play that's him that's playing actually him the playing piano. piano. Dude. Holy bonkers. And he also composed a song for the soundtrack. Yeah. That's I mean, him playing the piano? No, the thing he's yes, playing sir. at the piano is the song he composed. That is an original yep. piece. Yep. That makes me want to go dude. watch it again. Dude, Isn't that nuts? that's wild. That, and that is the kind of stuff that when you watch him in this movie, you're like, I get yeah. first of all, he's that's obviously why they cast a total yeah. babe, but like when you watch him do that stuff, you're like, oh, okay. okay he was, he's got he was, like a yeah. magnetism. One, for sure. Yeah. He was 41 in this movie. Uh-huh. And I'm… Dude, I would have guessed older. Honestly. I'm 33 and I'm already graying quite a bit. I wonder. I want to see what he was… At, am I, I, I'm hoping… I wonder if you could play the piano. Yeah, yeah I wonder if yeah. I could compose… <laughs> 
something on the piano. I wonder. But maybe I'll get. Maybe I'll. Maybe it'll happen to me. I think you. Hope. I think you could get kind of that just like charcoal gray poofiness man, going so on that he's got. Bad. I played an old man in one act play in high school and got to gray my hair like that. And I was there was something I was just like, this is my cape, dude. This is Carter. This is I've who told I'm you. Supposed to I, be. I swear I've told you. If I could snap my fingers and wake up salt and pepper tomorrow yeah, morning, dude. I would do it. Yes. Oh no, I'm deeply terrified of aging. Oh no, I'm This raid. is a fun thing for you guys to feel I like. I want to be early salt and pepper. I want You've the got the hair streaks. that you could just have like you could be like rogue. Dude. Yeah, just get the <laughs> one <laughs> one white. Just streak. get the one in there. Yeah, you can make a little it work. Bonnie Ray, dude. You know you love her. You can make it work. I really do. I really do. <laughs> there there are Again, I can't help but compare it to Princess Diaries, sure. which is the Sort of my first version of this movie, I guess. <laughs> Which is about the most elder millennial, elder Gen Z thing we could say. That's fine. The I most th- baby no, millennial did thing you we hear, could ever did say. Did you just hear Doge try and lump himself into a lower generation than he actually is because no. he's so afraid of aging? No. <laughs> Here's you the thing. You and, I, you and I are technically like part of that dividing line between millennial and Gen Z. I'm pretty sure we're within a year or two of the cutoff of millennial. Right, which which it blends. It's not a solid line. It's like a gradient. Sorry, dude. I don't think there's any way to know that. Would have been nice I, to know what I, you were. Huh? Comparing I those Googled two it. things, um, what what I notice is that they both have the same type of charm, which is just these little moments, this almost fish out of water, but you can't yeah. help but yeah. root for them, and um, I guess it feels like it would be fun to point out some of our favorite Julia Roberts just. Charming the absolute brains off of people. Yeah. And yeah. so I will begin simply by saying when she is singing that song in the bathtub, mm-hmm. I had the expectation because of other lesser movies that she would, you know, freak out and drop below the water and be like, how long have you been there? Did you hear the whole thing? Yeah. She just owns it. She sees him. She finishes what she's singing, pops the headphones off and laughs with him. She just, I mean, yeah, it's just… Yeah. She's so self-confident. It's just powerful. Yeah. 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 She's great. So self-confident. And her, like, imagining her in this movie, when I think of her in this movie now, she is mid-huge laugh. Like, yeah, I think there's something, too, it's about, the like, the, the… It's the necklace the, snap. The neck, jewelry that, chomp. That's one yeah. of my favorite things. And, of course, like, Everybody knows that that was, like, improv. That he is shot so iconic. That, yeah. And she had that reaction. But she's, That's her like, real laugh. Yeah. <sighs> I think just the the freedom for her. I, that's what the thing about it too is. There, it's not acting. It, feel, it doesn't feel like acting. That's just the flow. That's of just it. her real power. Yeah, which feels like I mean that lends itself to being great for any role you're playing in any genre. But for rom com, it sure does. Sure does move it up Magical. a couple ticks, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Does you should see my best friend's wedding. I think you would like good. it simply it's because very of her. good. Perfect. I love it. It's a good movie. I think your your best friend's wedding was probably well, like July twenty second, a couple five years ago, right? Uh, that's that's when I got married. So, so Doge, do you have a favorite like charming <laughs> Julia Roberts moment from this movie or uh, big mistake? Yeah, it's great. She's also my super pump. I don't think I actually said that. Oh but yeah, Can't let's get it on the books. Let's get it out there. We got to write it down so it makes it in the stats in the yearbook. This is but, one of those yeah, that she I, is. Yeah, that if someone didn't. I would have been like, what are you? Get out of, you're up your own Did you watch right the same now. movie? You trying to, yeah. yeah. You trying you, to who are you trying to impress? Here? Yeah. Come on. Exactly. It, even if there was, it would all just fall into the shadow cast 
by the presence of one Julia Roberts. Exactly. I, mean, I think she's the reason to watch this movie. Oh, without a doubt. Completely. Without a doubt. And that's, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I find her equally, that's what I'm saying. I, the magic of Gary Marshall here is the casting of Julia Roberts more than anything else because oh, yeah. it is her yeah. charm. This is not written charm that she is good at portraying. No. Julia Roberts is, I think, just this magnetic. So I think the shocking thing is that in 1990, he said, let's do it. Let's, let's pluck Julia Roberts, not out of obscurity. I mean, she was nominated for an Oscar the year before, but let's just... Let's platform her. Let's show everyone how charming she is. And then she's going to explode. She's going to just carry this. Yeah. And then like not even a decade later did the exact same thing with Anne Hathaway. Mm -hmm. And Anne Hathaway has completely exploded yep. since then. You know what's funny is in this movie, several times there are shots where Julia Roberts looks like Anne Hathaway. It's all the teeth. It's all the teeth. Yep. I think you're right. But yeah, there is… There, there is so much, um, so many times my expectations due to other things I have watched, uh, they're defied in this. Like I said, it's been a long time since I've watched this. Barely remembered any plot points. And the whole time, I think because of Home Alone 2, I was waiting on hotel owner Barney to be like, bring me that girl. You know, like sort of like a villain uh, yeah. role. And yeah. when he just gets charmed, you're like, oh, yeah, Aww, I think Barney. I'd be charmed too. Yeah. The Anne Hathaway, Julia Roberts conversation is so interesting. So 1990, and then Julia would win 10 years later, actually win an Oscar for Aaron Brockovich. Anne Hathaway, yeah. 2001, Princess Diaries, 2012. So 11 years later would win her Oscar. So maybe wow. Gary Marshall had a little something. He just, if you just, oh, I'd say so. Just wait a decade. And that says a lot yeah. too, you know, because there are the Meg Ryans of the world. Sure. That are, you know, rom-com royalty. You almost have to say it, but it feels sure. weird coming sure. out of my mouth because there is something to be said about acting well in a rom-com. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. There's a different level of charm, right? It's fun. It's yeah. fun to look at the last five I think, years. And I think Gary Marshall must have observed a closed loop in the timeline mm -hmm. where he saw, you know, he's going to be born in a couple of years. He will learn about Julia Roberts and Anne Hathaway winning their Oscars. He must travel back in time to cast them in their first yeah. role. It's like the grandfather paradox. Yeah. <laughs> mm. And that just seems like that's the most likely thing yeah, that's happening be. to me. I can't think of any other thing that could possibly That sounds these pretty events. likely to me and realistic. It is time for shout announcements. So maybe we should go do that. Let's just do it organically right now. Jump right into it. Let's not even talk yeah. about it. Jump right in. Let's see. We're not even going to plan it. Friends, what I want y'all to do first is rate and review this podcast. We're in that summertime. We're getting ready for the next year. We're about to have a meeting here in about a month where we look ahead and say, what more can we add? We've kind of always been on top of that. Um, it's just been, that, that's been the pinch me kind of situations of just an assumption or just knowing based off of data that enough people are interested that we'd love to give you more. So we definitely don't settle and we hope that you see that. But rate and review this podcast. Go over to Spotify. You can rate it. Go over to iTunes, rate and review. Again, that helps the algorithm. We love that you're listening. Uh, we'd love to just have more people. And sometimes it just takes them having to stumble upon. Uh, it takes them having to not really know how to drive a stick shift and just happen upon Vivian, uh, who yeah. knows the way. 
So if you can do that for us, that'd be huge. This is, as you may or may not know, a voting series. You, our beloved listeners, chose the movies that we're going to be talking about. Obviously, this week, it's Pretty Woman. Uh, I'm sure you've picked that up by now. Um, but the rest of this series, next week, we're talking about a Cinderella story. Same level And then of we've charm. got 27, 27 dresses after that, and then <laughs> Titanic. Uh, we're super excited. We're super thankful that those are the movies that you chose. And if you don't like that list, well, guess what? There's something you could have done about it. And it doesn't help you to learn now, but... Maybe if you're like Gary Marshall and you're a time traveler and you observe this closed loop, you can travel back in time and do something differently about a week ago. Uh, if you support us on Patreon, you get an extra vote in every series that we have. And so there will be other vote series coming up and you can exercise that extra vote at that time. We've got a $3 tier, which gets you access to bonus episodes. Uh, we've got Top Gun Maverick in the oven. That's going to come out for you guys pretty soon. We've got a Sonic 2 bonus episode coming your way soon, plus whatever bonus episode we decide to do for Summer of Love 5. Uh, and then at our $5 tier on Patreon, you get access to those bonus episodes, plus access to our patrons-only Discord channel. We're talking Star Wars right now. We're talking Miss Marvel right now. We're talking about how many people like or don't like the newest season of The Boys. So it's a good time over there. Tell your friends about us. <laughs> Just tell your friends about us. That was like Ray Charles' first shot at writing that song. <laughs> tell your friends. No, no, no. Yeah, look. When I like something, I want other people to like it alongside me. So if you like this, it would be great if you'd tell your friends. Tell your mom. Message your fourth grade teacher that had a poster of Les Mis up on the wall. Mm. You don't want to Les Mis this. Ooh. Don't even mind if I do. Tell your friends. It's very what important if you said? Us. What if you said, don't mind if I doge? Like, I'm kind of thinking, like, I need a catchphrase. Don't mind if I doge. Yeah, you know how everybody's catchphrase is started by somebody that's not them? I would like it. I think, because, like, if I was, like, if I was Urkel. And this is the part where I <laughs> sort of fade out the end of like if I was right Like, if I was Urkel, I would come in the house and be like, Adam, just don't mind if I doge. And the studio audience would lose their mind. Adam, just go ahead and kill out right about. You didn't even do your own here. saying the right way. Don't mind if I doge. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Doge Mind if I do. My bad. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. And we're back. Uh, to the show. Don't mind if I doge. And then that's where the studio audience I don't loses like I'm their minds. I'm going to like… I know this, is, this is not a podcast thing. This is just like me as your friend. I don't think mm. I like it. I <laughs> should come up with a different one. Then I hope you Sorry, know, me as your friend, I'm going to never stop doing it. Because no, now no, you no, told no. me you hate no, no, it. No, no, no. I'm not saying like, I hate it. It grosses me out. I'm saying like, I think you're better than that. I think I'm exactly that good. <laughs> <laughs> <This is> progress. <laughs> K 
counseling. I <laughs> listen. I have I have a new bit for us here in the summer of love. New bits. Okay. Four bits. New bit. I would like for us, and this is coming hot off the tails of design and dad. And mm, I'm gonna kind I, of chop you know the flavor. If, if I was a horse, I'd be so excited about this new bit. So I'm. It's kind of chomping the flavor of design a dad. I'm, I promise. I'm chomping. I'm chomping at this bit. <laughs> I love how all the good podcasts just interrupt each other constantly. That's my. Well, when the jokes thing. when the jokes are that funny, that's I can't true. The moment. That's pass. a good point. It's such <laughs> a. See, we're all busting. We're busting up about it, dude. Can um, you imagine like if our podcast wasn't funny in this back half? Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. So the. the I'm going to kind of chomp the flavor. I promise to be more creative in the future, but I'm going to kind of chomp the flavor here. I'd like for us, for each movie of Summer of Love 5, to design a date, a date night centered around the viewing of this movie. That's fun. Where are we? What are we we munching on? Where are we? What are we sipping on? How are we watching it? We've got got carte blanche here. To design the perfect pretty How do woman, we... pretty wo- woman, <laughs> <laughs> the perfect, the perfect pretty woman, pretty woman, well, pretty woman. <laughs> that sounded like one of those AI voices. Yeah, pretty woman, pretty woman. <laughs> design the perfect pretty woman viewing party for two. Okay. How are we parceling out like the components of See, this? I think it's like design a dad. I think we just, we figure it out together, right? Okay. I, I think maybe one of us is better at one part than the other, but we don't know that yet. Okay. So I I would like to posit that the best pretty woman viewing situation, location, it's in a nice hotel room. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think- you go get a room at like the Jewel and you watch Pretty Woman from your room at the Jewel. Can I tell you what you do next, though? Yes, because yeah. this is just, I love some quirk in there. I love some humor. Let's try and create our own charm that you get from Pretty Woman. You and wife, or, you know, whoever the date is on, <clears throat> you decide to dress like prostitutes. <laughs> but okay. you have your drinks at the lobby bar. Oh, nice. Dressed like hookers. Sure. Good. Yeah. I think that would be. (laughs) I would would just, let me tell you, as your friend, I would thrive under that kind of attention. I honest to God thought you were going to say I would throw up. (laughs) I would would absolutely love to have. Just let the charm break through, Doge. That's the thing. You don't. Yeah, you're not sure. worried about what they. You think. have no. to have you that Julia Roberts confidence. Yes, you gotta own it. You have to have that confidence yes. to do this. But I, th- I think yeah. that's part of it. Even so you get you, you get drinks at the hotel bar, and then your food at the top of the at the penthouse or whatever room you. Yeah, I think it's a room service food situation. I was gonna say that it, you get a pizza delivered, and you do a, oh. a chomp with when you open the pizza. You do a chomp with the pizza yes, box. Very good, cute, very. And good. that's not part of. Yeah, that needs to be organic, right? It's like and then sure. you and can't. Then okay, I'm you good, have to do then? it. You have to do it, but you can't plan it. So you have to do it, but you have to forget that I told you you have to yeah, do it. I love very that. good. I love that. Yeah, I, t- to me that is thematically and just fun-wise, the perfect way to view this yeah. for a date night. I think that's yeah. fun. That's a good time. 
It's a really good time. I think that's fun. Get a little bit of both, right? You need to have the dynamic of the wealth and just the… I feel so like first champagne of all, and strawberries one of the first, have to be involved at some sure. as well. The first thing you have to do for this date is one of you has to become super rich. Yeah, that's easy. And that, that seems would help. achievable. Especially if you're going to stay at the Jewel. Yeah, don't help. forget to Patreon, rate and review. Um, we have… <laughs> so We'll create a special Patreon tier for you if you become that rich. Chelsea, my wife was having fun. We were kind of getting tickled at… One of the timestamps of this 1990 film was the, the luxury. I think luxury is different yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, But like totally. the meal, like the way yeah. that food was presented yeah. was just basic. It was just still so yeah. I watched like we're on we're hot off the heels of finishing season what 19 or something of Top Chef. We love Top Chef. And so sure. to see what these people are pulling together in 30 minutes sometimes in these quick fire challenges. Oh, yeah. But totally. They, it's like you went to this fancy place and they prepped just something full of just like steak polygons. and taters. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah <laughs> totally. I've like seen, an like, in 64 dinner. Yeah. <laughs> It's very low resolution sandwiches. <laughs> oh man, very good. Yeah, and then the the room, like the decadent bedroom that they're in, that is just yeah. fuchsia. Everything. It's gaudy. It looks, yeah. gaudy. It it's looks like a casino. Yeah, but that's the. Spot, yeah, I even right? thought that in their in their conference room, like I have yeah. to imagine that in 1990, this looked like the most like. This is where the big wigs talk and right. deal. Like up in the yeah. it's like room, saying the Don Draper's room like, bar in his office. Right. Yeah. The yeah. conference room that they were meeting in looked like a teacher's lounge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's like some nasty, very thick coffee in the corner. Yeah. I mean, and great. The, the 14 million went towards paying Julia Roberts, paying Richard Gere, <laughs> yeah. getting the hotel room, and we'll figure the rest of it out. <laughs> yeah, that's all very valid. I just I think I think Gary Marshall was limited by the technology of his time because yeah. when he's born in 20 or 30 years, he's gonna be like they can just shoot it on the volume that they used mm, for the Mandalorian you know and yeah. CG all the sets. And then he gets back in time and they're like, What do you, we don't have computers yet? No. And he's like, dang it, I guess we have to get a teacher's lounge. <laughs> hey, I'm pretty sure they had computers in nineteen ninety. They were small. They were small and stupid. I actually think they actually were big, huge and, big stupid. and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I can't get past the thought of Doe's dressed like a sex worker it's sitting awesome. at a bar. There's definitely midriff. You know what? Many actually, there's defo midriff has showing. to be. Oh, sure. Yeah, we got full on inner tube right around the middle. <laughs> it's a good time. Looks like is he wearing a floaty? No, that's just the way he is shaped. So. <laughs> The lighting in here is weird. Every time he walks in, just reflects. <laughs> <laughs> just pay. I mean, look, look at the side of my arm. Look how white that is. Look, I mean, it'd be like those those salamanders that you can see their veins, their ew. skin's like clear. <laughs> like, ew. Oh. Ew. He's like a cool Game Boy Advance from the early two thousands. <laughs> that's how. Completely that's how you greet, clear. That's how you greet your wife for the date is uh, shirtless with a powerful flashlight behind you so she can just see all your innards. Ooh, yeah, I fine. think she would be like, what if we stayed home? <laughs> what if we didn't do and if, this? What if you changed clothes? What, what if, if you, you didn't dress like what this anymore? What if you anymore? put a shirt on? It can on be the reverse, we... right? The wives dress nice, but we dress that's like That's even better. That's that what it is. That's, that's actually way better. Because I'm realizing yeah. now asking my wife to dress like a prostitute <laughs> and go down to the lobby bar <laughs> is probably not the best move. Yeah, but if she'd be like, "Yeah, I'm sure you think that's a fun date." But if Chelsea's waiting for you in like in like a smart business like a power suit, yeah, oh yeah, and then you walk in in fishnets and a neon halter, <laughs> yeah, 
Now we're cooking with gas. That's powerful. Now we're cooking um, with gas. Talking about kind of our glow ups, which is a Gary sure. Marshall thing. Uh, it's more, it's meant yeah. to be, we've talked about that when we reviewed Princess Diaries. It's meant to be more jarring, right? But Anne Hathaway was already a beautiful person and we, sure, tried, right. we tried to geek her up and it didn't work as much. But to have Julia Roberts, uh, it still felt kind of like a transformation. She was charming and gorgeous throughout the entire movie, but sure. it did still hit for me to see her, you know, her back and then she turns and his reaction felt genuine. Oh, for like, yeah, sure. Oh my God. To, and to see her hair, I think it was brilliant in costuming to, you know, hide that, Shaggy red hair up in that weird, yeah. like, you know, bob of a. Of There's a something wig. about her hair. A lot of her power lives in her hair. I think I so. That's why it's so big. I think so. Pretty iconic hair, I'd imagine. There were there were Gotta outfits be. that I recognized that I didn't know were Pretty Woman. That feels like oh, the really? kind of influence. I think I've seen people dress wow. as Vivian at the beginning when she's working. Yeah, uh, like for Halloween and stuff. Right. I feel like I. So yeah, it's like I, how. If you, even if you've never seen Mission Impossible, if you watch a movie where somebody like it's suspended suspends yeah. from their back down onto something, you know where it comes from. Yeah, I think exactly. it's got it's kind of the same like, thing. Oh, where it's this like, is where that happened. Cultural yeah. osmosis. This yeah. movie's so powerful, people just know stuff about it. When you see, see yeah. Tommy Lee Jones say "I don't care" in future, right. you're like, oh, yeah. okay. you're like that's from Men in Black. Oh, okay, sure, yeah, that's the Men in Black line, the famous Men in Black line. When he's like, "There's aliens. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care." No, two, yes, two country. Not, not two, yeah, not, not two, two country, country though. It's close. It's very close. Yeah, I, um, I want to talk about shopping, just okay. shopping in general. The shopping scenes, Great. starting yeah. with uh, store rejection, all the way up to the the final shopping scene. So, um, mm-hmm. I think it's such a brilliant move to frame her glow up around this concept because what you get is her rejection from the store she wanted to go to, her initial rejection followed by almost instant acceptance and adoration from Barney, Hector Elizondo. Then she goes to this other store that treats her with respect. I don't know what it is about this movie that when she gets a taste of... um, And it treats her with respect because Barney said so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. When when she gets a taste of somebody believing in her for the first time mm. in a long time. Okay. It it's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's so sugary, sweet, and good. And I love that Barney is the first one to express it. It seems clear that um Richard Gere, why can't I think of his character's name? Edward. It seems clear that Edward sees something in her that she doesn't see in herself at the beginning, but he doesn't really outwardly express that first. No. Barney does. Yeah. And there's something so sweet about it. So then when we get her shopping at that place for that one dress, and then when Edward takes her to that store and pays everybody to suck up to her, which is played up for laughs and very funny. Right. It, yeah. It feels so good to just watch her get like pampered because you're like, yeah. yeah, girl, you deserve it. Let's do it. That's a great yeah. point because Barney is really the only outside influence of that core relationship to be like, actually, dude, Maybe maybe you don't let go of this one. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, and he doesn't even know him very well, right? Yeah. He's he's not the Jason it's, Alexander. It's got nothing ever. to do with who Edward is. It has everything to do with who she is. Yeah, that yeah. could have been anybody that. on the elevator with Vivian, and he would have said, "Hey, I think she's special. You should consider locking yeah. that down." Yeah, 
And, yeah, and, and awesome. I, I think it just, it all comes back to the power of yep. Julia Roberts. I want to say too, yeah. here's one of my yeah, favorite yeah. things that I didn't realize that I loved about rom-coms. Sure. I don't want it to end in a proposal. This did not yeah. end in a yeah. proposal. This simply yeah. is, I loved that. let's be in a legitimate let's relationship. Let's be together. Let's just be let me think it keeps going. Yeah. That's all I need. I don't need the down yeah. on a knee. I don't think I mind ending in a proposal, but I don't. I definitely don't need it to. Yeah. Ending in a proposal almost always feels like, whoa, whoa that was quick. This? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that was quick. Yeah. You sure about this? I mean, I, mean, I unless, guess when you know, you know, but. Un- you know, it's so situational. If it's a, if it involves a meet cute in the movie, then yeah, maybe don't propose. It might be a little fast, but you know, if there's, yeah. if there's some history between the characters, I can get on board. Yeah. I can buy in. You know, it works sometimes. It's a firm stance, but I'll take Co- it. Colin, Colin Firth in uh, Love Actually. It works there. Sure. 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 That's when it works, I think. Yeah, I That's when say. it works, I would say, I think. Of all the places that it works, that's, that's one of them. I Real quick, give me your best genuine, like, Vivian laugh. I knew. Oh, I gosh. Knew I knew this was coming. Yeah. Did you really? No, when you started the sentence, not when you started the when podcast. You, when, oh. you said, when you said, give me, yeah. I was like, we're going to have to when try you said, and laugh like Julia me, Roberts. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> that was it's very like, really it's very terrifying. like, that was <laughs> it's very like, terrifying. it's very like, ha. It's very ha. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? I it's bright. Know. It's like a short A sound. I'm watching you turn red in real time on my screen. No, I'm swiping between got screens on my laptop. You just got embarrassed. I am not embarrassed of anything. <laughs> you were um, laughing like you were strapped to the front of one of the cars from Fury Road. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what does he do? <laughs> I'm going to try. I think it's going to be better than that, but now I'm not so sure because he seems I mean, real confident. We've never done this before. Yeah, Carter, you have to try next. Okay. You're not exempt from I gotta this. I got to get off mic for this one because th- this is the snap, okay? This is the snap and close yeah, of the next. I, I laughed directly into the mic, so I was going to have to gain that down probably. Lot. So here it is. <laughs> That's, That's my good. best one. That's, That's my best one. It's way more ha than that. It's way more like ha. That's good. You know what I mean? It's definitely not that. Okay. The, it's the way more clap you'll hear like a, this. It, that'll be the snap. snap. Can you hear that? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good. I did like you tickled Mario. <laughs> <laughs> he always comes back. <laughs> I squeak. <laughs> it's a surprise birthday party. <laughs> I feel like guys, guys doing oh. female impersonations is always overcompensating on pitch. Yeah, it's absolutely. so high. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, I got tunnel vision. I laughed so hard there for a little bit. Ooh. <sighs> Ooh. And you know what? We all laughed a bit, and not a one of us sounded like Julia Roberts, nope. but that was fun to do together. It, it is time to rate if we could. Yes. You know? Yeah, that's true. It needs to just. If we could just tap into it would, that. It would rob her of her power. It would Roberts of her right. power. It's time to rate this movie using the scientific cinema scale, which is perfect and as follows. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it, don't limit it. Buy that, that poster. poster. The next best thing is buy it. It's followed by rent it. And then stream it. After that is forget it. And last but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken, forsaken us. I'm going to go first. 
I'm buying the poster for Pretty Woman. Ooh. I, again, I think the last time I watched this was maybe in high school. And I found myself so, we've used the word charmed so much, but I can't stop saying it because that is what it was. I was so charmed by this movie. Yeah. I was so delighted by nearly every scene. Um, this has that same um, Princess Diaries, which I believe I also yeah. bought the poster for. Um, and if I didn't, I would retroactively change it. It's got that same Princess Diaries, crazy stupid love heat that is just this undeniable chemistry and magnetism in both the cast and the movie itself. And I just, I love it. I'm buying the poster. It's so good. I'm going to buy it. I think this is wonderful. This to me feels like, how did we not, how have we not done this? Yeah, yet? for how sure. How is this our fifth summer of love and we're just now doing pretty For sure. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's gone. I don't know. It just left my brain. I was going to say something about it and it just, it wow. left. I think I laughed out all my brain yeah. cells. Oh no. My that Julia was charming Roberts. though. So it's just. It was genuine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I buy, I buy the poster too. Like legitimately. Mm. I think pretty firmly, this is like a top five rom-com for me. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, and Jordan mentioned one already, but like Crazy Stupid Love, Pretty Woman. Uh, is Crazy Stupid Love number one for both of you guys? 10 Things I Hate number About one. You is probably number one for me. 10 Things I Hate About You is my number two. Yeah. Uh, they're they're just all so good. I really liked When Harry Met Sally when we watched that. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked one. that too. There's just, there are a lot of good ones. That's what's so funny. Is, but it's that upper echelon. You know what I mean? It's like a echelon. different yeah. caliber. Sure. Yeah. I wouldn't put like a Sweet Home Babalama up no, there. No. Because that's probably no. like a hitch, you know, when we watched no, those no, a couple. No. But we are creating no, like. No, no. No. It feels like we're like stumbling upon, by doing so many summers of love, it feels like we're stumbling on a, a pretty solid top, you know, sure. 10 or 15. That's like, why I love list. this series so much because this is one of the widest forest reaching genres and there is yeah. so much to love and so many different types yeah. of things to love I here think one of the, that it's endless one of the best things especially about a rom-com because romance like in pride and prejudice and things like that it can really sure. lean towards some unrealistic melodrama, melodrama. Yeah. but i think in a rom-com it's because like Sometimes it's nostalgic, right? Like you're like, I think mm -hmm. I have felt this. It's like a high good, good movie about yeah. being in school. That you're like, yeah, I feel anxiety totally. again. They're really doing this well. You know, it's yeah. like, a, it's attainable. And I think that's the charm of, of rom-com yeah. in general, if it's done well. I think that's why I have found myself enjoying rom-coms and just romance movies in general more the older I have gotten. Because I can't, like, I, I am in love now, whereas I wasn't when I was younger, you know, like I can relate now to the feelings of being like, oh yeah, I, I, I am truly crazy about yeah. this person. Yep. That's why I would Absolutely. encourage the Chunkies to, I think it's still kind fall of- Fall in love. Well, I think it's <laughs> Go kind of, I think it's time stamped for us too, Jordan. I think you bring up a good point that I feel like the rom-com genre needs to sit in the cellar for a while and you get old enough to, yeah. to really yeah. enjoy it. Because- there are good rom-coms coming out and I think we just miss them because like we don't, sure. we're like, that's not the flavor yet and maybe it will be later. But sure. I, things like, you know, To All the Boys was fun. It's a little yeah. bit younger for us yeah. and I think it was more towards a young audience, but things like Set It Up, I can't recommend that enough. I'm going to have a little quick aside. Go to Netflix, watch Set It Up, Glenn Powell, 
Zoe Deutsch, Glenn Powell plays Hangman in Maverick. So if you're on the Maverick heat and you love that character, go watch Set It Up. Phenomenal. Tay Diggs, Lucy Liu, so good. So you're, say- you're saying let the movie age like a fine wine, not rom-coms are for older people. Right. I think, okay. I think what happens is I'm saying like our— uh, I feel like I have a natural aversion to new rom-coms. Yeah, same. Because I don't sure. think they'll be able to grab the iconic, and now I get to use Pretty Woman in the vernacular, like the iconic rom-com stuff. But yeah. I think that's a disservice to new rom-coms because I think there are some out there that it's worth a shot because they they do have some of that with its sure, own little sure. twist. Sure. If I went out in the grape field and picked some grapes and squeezed them into a bottle today and said, try this wine, you'd say that sucks. Yeah. I think it takes multiple big time actors for for me to go ahead and do a rom-com. And I don't even to necessarily, well, yeah, or, or even be good as soon as it comes out. Like Crazy Stupid Love was that. It was immediately wonderful. Yeah. It had the chemistry that you needed, but it also had yeah. this huge cast. How are you not going to see something where Kevin sure. Bacon is the seventh build? You know, right. like, yeah, just right. go. Just go see <laughs> Yeah. That's a good point. Man, what a fun start to Summer yeah, of summer Love. Summer of Love is always such a good it's energy. The best. It's the best. It's honestly my favorite thing we do. It, yeah. Yeah. It feels so refreshing too after, because we usually, we hit a couple series a year where we're deep in the paint of like, no, you can't understand. Batman is a symbol <laughs> of vengeance on the city. You must know this. Yeah. And with this one, we're just like, I like Thanks, the way Arnold. she smiled. <laughs> yeah. I like that she's nice and funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it feels really good. Uh, so don't forget to tune in next week for episode two of Summer of Love 5, where we are going to be watching and talking about a Cinderella story. You know, that old chestnut, a Hillary Duff vehicle, the likes of which we've never seen. Never it. seen. You haven't seen I, any the of likes of which The likes of which I have quite literally never seen. I've seen all of these. Same. And uh, I'm very excited about a Cinderella story. Very excited. Cool. It's a blast. Fun. So it's going to be great. Um, and just remember, you're not Based very pretty life. and you're not very bright. Doge. Yeah, thanks. Well, I appreciate that. Idiot. To end today's episode, I'd like for each of us to <laughs> say our I'd like for each of us to say our names and if you're gonna ask us to come up with a catchphrase, I have already done that. That's not it though, because what okay. it is is it's 1 15 in the morning. You're in Los Angeles in 1990, and you are working the corner you have claimed for yourself. What are you wearing? For Two Chunks and a Hunk, I'm Jordan Wonders, and it goes a little something like this. It's going to be some low-top converse, beat up, some ripped jeans. Yes. A fishnet tank top with a navy flannel over top. Cool. My hair is long. My trucker hat is old. And I am just sort of hoping that there's some real like grunge heads walking around that really want to have a taste. I'm going to stop that sentence. That's my (laughs) outfit. (laughs) I'm Doge. And if it is, regardless of my profession, if it is 1.15 in the morning and I am awake, Something has gone horribly wrong. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, I would be a real daytime kind of guy. So if it's one fifteen, you would have great success. If it well, this is probably not a career that I would you know enjoy what? It goes great really success. Good at. With it a doesn't McMuffin. seem like something I'd be good at. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's one fifteen in the morning, I am very likely wearing wide leg pajama pants, 
and an undershirt and slippers. And I have walked downstairs because I have heard a loud noise. And I'm saying, look, I'm here. I'm awake. I don't want to be, but while I'm awake, I might as well make some money. I'm Carter, and I'm working the corner in some black denim jeans. Mm-hmm. A it's the best kind of jeans. Lighter denim. colored, not white. I don't want to look too formal, but probably a lighter colored, maybe not pastel, maybe like a light blue button-up worn shirt, and then a long pleather black jacket. Mm-hmm. My saxophone case is open. <laughs> And I'm just yeah. ripping 1990 hits. I'm hitting you with some older stuff too. Kenny G couldn't be more hot right now. I'd not, I'm right. not trying to mess with the masters too much. But the corner I'm working is uh, a little bit more on the musical side. Kind of hoping mm. that at, at 115, mm. when people's wits aren't necessarily about them, but maybe their cash overfloweth. <laughs> it seems people, to be when I make the most. People can't think or hear very good. So they'll be like, that guy's good at saxophone. <laughs> people. <laughs> if I may… Saxophone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nobody say anything else. No, that's the end of the episode. Just, we can't. Just let it go. Saxophone. to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.